0: Hi, I'm Joel Gould, and welcome to another edition of NRL.com's Pearls Preview Pod. I'm here with Steve Ral in the QRL studio. How's you going, Steve? Yeah, good, mate. You got that? Just got that one out. I did Been a it's long day. The triple P. Triple P. That's
1: it. <laughs> I, used to, I used to practice that with my kids. The triple P. And what are they? Oh, that was a way of um, disciplining your kids. Triple P, Triple P program. Oh, okay. Don't, don't ask me these days what it's about, because... Did, li-
0: did they listen to you, Steve? That's the main
1: thing. Yeah, it's all about that time out and, you know, sticking them in time out and, um, you know, so we we mixed a bit of both, a bit of wickety-whack and a bit of positive parenting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we mixed it up a bit. The kids turned out pretty good. They did. They did indeed. Well, um, this season's turned out pretty good considering where it started, oh. a- and uh, here we are finally at this moment, the grand final. Who thought, thought back in oh. March when we got our marching orders for a couple of months that we'd be here? But we are. Who
1: would have thought? And you know, all credit to to the NRL and NRL, and I think um, the governments, especially um, you know the Queensland government, what you know, they've offered uh, for the NRL. Because um, without the Queensland government, it wouldn't have wouldn't have gone ahead or survived this year unfortunately so all credit to everyone involved.
0: Yeah it's been great and of course um, we've seen the Melbourne Storm relocate to Queensland like you said yeah. um, obviously the ARLC chairman Peter Valani's done a great job yes, and yeah. he's um, showed a lot of leadership in, in getting the game back up and running and, and those relationships obviously with the government of, of both states uh, Yeah, so, it was, so
1: important Yeah um, it was and you know he, he's obviously a good operator and he's you know, he's kept a game that wasn't turmoil, to be honest. Which a lot of things are happening and he's kept it afloat and he's probably advanced it uh, just through what's happened this year.
0: Well, Steve, it's 1v2. Um, it's, it's probably fitting that mm. we, we we have this grand final, the, the two most uh, consistent and best teams, performed teams in the season. The Melbourne Storm, um, they got the same team that beat the Raiders comprehensively last week, 30-10. Yeah. to 10. Um, the, the, the Panthers didn't have it all their own way against a very gritty South Sydney that... Well, you know, a few centimeters away from maybe having a late charge at them, if that Adam Reynolds forty twenty had um, just if he yeah. just had his foot back. So, but I think really the best team won on the night. Um, yes. South, Penrith weren't at their best, but that's a good sign, I think, that they can win without being at their best. Yeah,
1: that's always a sign of a good team. You know, they they'll scrap at those wins and look, um, they'll admit it. Wayne Bennett and the team they they didn't play. South Sydney didn't play to their ability either. They, they no, if, they didn't. They had a lot of mistakes in them and. Um, but that's footy, and you know all credit to to, to the Panthers. They deserve. De- they're probably the most deserving team to be in this grand final this year.
0: Yeah, they are. And um, the, the, on the, on their front, we've got Viliami kick out. What a return yeah. back from a suspension into the back row. Um, Kurt Caples onto the bench. Unfortunate for Mitch Kenny, but he's Mitch Kenny. He's out of the the seventeen, and Brent Naden's um, in the centres this week. After he didn't didn't actually play last week, even though he was named on the interchange, and Tyrone Magaz back there, so still a very very strong um, Panthers outfit. In, but the Melbourne Storm. Let's just talk about them firstly. Mm. They they started on fire last week. Jerome Hughes and, and Ryan Pappenhausen masterful displays, weren't they? Hughes really right. had a quiet match against the Eels. He got a bit of a um, talking to, not just just to, to get a bit more into the game early. <clears throat> from Craig Bellamy and uh, he certainly did that and, and Pappenhausen just continues. But let
1: just show the depth and what this team brings or the coach, you know, we start this conversation not with Smith or Munster but with Hughes and Pappenhausen. Mm. You know, really a comparable you know, you can nearly say they're second stringers but they, they stand up all the t- you know, and they they stand up, stood up last week. It's just amazing the ma- the players. The point is the players that they're bringing through that system. Uh, they're all stars, you know, under the the coaching of Craig Bellamy.
0: Yeah, well, Craig's done a great job with Jerome Hughes. Obviously, he was a, a fullback, and he's been uh, turned, he obviously can play in the halves. We've seen that, but he's been he's been turned into a halfback of, of some some note, uh, yeah. a, a real real class, a running halfback. And, and, and let's face it, the Storm's got a running Very much a running spine. If you look at the one, six, and seven, it's a little bit different to 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 with Cleary playing that uh, master and commander role there and um, in the middle. uh, Sorry, on his side of the field and and across the field as well with his kicking game. There's no doubt that of all the halves in this in this um, grand final, Cleary's got the best kicking game. Uh, I'd say Munster's probably got the best running game and Jerome, Luai and and, uh, and Jerome Hughes bring their own, the two Jeromes bring their own skills yeah. and kit bag to the table. Yeah,
1: without a doubt, you know, we, we spoke about Luai and, and Cleary all year, how, how well they've been playing. Luai's actually improved, probably Cleary, you know, has been consistently playing well, mm. uh, but Luai has really improved and matured into his role and... The the last half of the of the season, you know, three quarters, he's, he's just on fire. Uh, you know, young kid who's just taken, you know, taken, um, taken the reins.
0: Well, Kikau makes that left uh, attack of uh, Panthers even more devastating. They're going to have to watch that um, that right edge of uh, the storm going to have to be good, and they have been actually. They have yeah. been very good. Um, uh, Brenko Lee and Suliasi, and uh, also. Um, Felice Cafusi, They've yeah. been very, very strong oh, and def- I, I, defensively. They've been yeah. very good,
1: and that's one thing Felice has turned around the past eighteen months is his defence. I, I said it last year, how you know he was. I reckon he was more known. He, he could tackle, but um, he was well known more for his attack on the edges. But um, he, he some, somewhere along the line, he's got this aggression into him. Uh, so when when someone's tackle by, and they sure know they're tackle by, and it's good to see and. You know he holds his own against the best in the game, defensively.
0: Yeah, well he does. He, he's he's a rock. Yeah, he, one he of those guys it. you'd love to actually run out alongside, I suppose. Oh, without a doubt, feel he's comfortable.
1: just he's just probably you know uh, completed his game um, by by his defence and what he does now, and he, he's the ultimate player. And look, it's it's going to be this game. Um, oh, I'm trying to think of a how how it'll be approaching. You try and think somehow about how they play, and I, I think Melbourne will come out and they'll just try and dampen the middle, dampen there, and, and dominate in the middle. Uh, I reckon they'll smother them out of the footy uh, because the, the the Panthers really rely on that roll through the middle, um, and I think they can thwart, thwart, you know, thwart them early mm. and just put them off the game, smother them out of it a bit. That uh, you know they're about to get control. Um, to, to a to a big mobile pack
0: well if they can do that Steve they'll be the first team to do it for five months and yeah, I, exactly. I, I don't know that that's going to be as easy it's not going to be easy to do and I, I don't know I, I think the, the Melbourne Storm obviously been looking at what the Panthers do and I, I think stopping them is just proven to be a bridge too far for so many yeah. teams it, I, I can see the forwards cancelling each other out in a way I think I, th- I think they're just so good that they'll do their thing Yeah. It's going to come down to which attack is more the well-oiled, yeah. because I think it's it's going to be a game of opportunities, Yeah. and who can take those opportunities. Yeah, so that's right. that's and I, that's why I see Pappenhausen as such a an X-factor for the Storm, because he, he, he just looms and just gets through. He's he's very difficult to to, to contain. I think he, he, he looms to me as, as the possible difference between these yeah, two teams yeah, because definitely. we've seen, we've seen Tarmow and Fisher-Harris continue on their merry way. We know how good Bromwich and Welsh are. The edges, well, uh, Kenny Bromwich, one of the better edge forwards these days with his ball-playing ability and uh, he really does marshal that left side um, with Olam and Addo Carr so nicely. Uh, it's, it's just so hard to pick. A winner in this game. But one thing's for sure and certain, Cameron Smith's playing. He's 430th uh, game, I believe it is. <coughs> and was chaired off Suncorp Stadium. Yeah. Uh, Craig thought that'd be a good idea. Just in uh, case. Cameron's still <laughs> keeping it to yeah. cards close to his chest. I spoke to his dad this week, Wayne. He doesn't know what his yeah. son's doing. Seems to think uh, in a story I wrote in NRL.com that he might even wait a couple of weeks after the grand yeah. final once all the emotions died down to make mm-hmm. a call. So... Um, yeah. Smithy's played it cool and calm and hasn't... Um We've been asking him a hundred different ways what he's doing, and he's got the same he's, answer. He's, he's a master. He's a master <laughs> at answering that question. I can tell you, he's had it thrown at him so many times. So, uh, no, good
1: on him. Almost he's pointless. Whatever he does, him. it'll be the right decision, and he's, he's done that right throughout his career, made the right, making the right mm. decisions.
0: But he's up against a really skilled hooker and Abi who's who's got a lot of Cameron Smith about him in the way yeah. he goes about his business too. Yeah. So, so.
1: I tell you what'll be. Uh, I think another point here, and it obviously involves Smith, but. And, and Cleary is the kicking game um, mm. for both these teams because heavily relied upon I think in both their game plans uh, you know Cleary very precise and a very good um, you know uh, midfield kicker and he j- he's just great at what he does and but so is Cam Smith so going to be very important uh, part of the game I think
0: Yeah well, and Hughes has done well too I think yeah. he's picked his game up in that area especially his kicks for Suliasi Vinavalu who's playing his last game before going yeah. we to the Queensland Reds next year so um Hughes has done well there. I love, I love that lob kick that Cleary's got. His uh, Tyrone May scored a great try off that. Yeah, he just he just he got spiders on him. Cleary, like no one gets near oh, him. No. Like it's almost like they do such a good job. The forwards and yeah. Cleary's so smart. Yeah. That he's always back and no one's really stopping no. him, are they? Like he holds, holds
1: his own and holds his time. And, yeah, he's got uh, time. He's and got, and got that's, plenty.
0: That's a sign, of, isn't it, Steve, of a yeah. player, have a real player? Yeah, you're
1: right. He's, you know, a for, for a young kid, to be honest, he's still very young <laughs> and he just, he just you know, demands that, you know, he's out there, he's, he's a presence uh, in every play and he's got plenty of time.
0: What I liked about Penrith uh, in their win over South was, like I said, they didn't, didn't really play because difficult conditions too It was, was hmm. greasy and all the rest of it so and I think it might be again this week yeah. but the, I, I like the, the, they they don't show any sign whatsoever of having a um, you know of, of the nerves getting to them in the big occasion I've seen no sign of it and so that's a well, real well you know that guarantees
1: Joel this is going to be a as we said, these are the two teams are probably deservedly, one and two are there, it's going to be a cracker uh, of a grand final mm. um, you know, j- just the same as a last year's grand final with the Roosters and Canberra, this won't be any different
0: mm. Yeah well that's the great thing about the Panthers mentally they seem so strong and we know the Storm, we just know, even though they haven't played great finals, yeah. 40 la- last two years I didn't think they were at their best but they've certainly got got all that, um, between the years they're, they're, they're not going to um, be lacking, no. I, but the not Panthers, at all. Oh, I can't see them either. Um, how do you see this going,
1: Steve? Uh, I'll, I'm, and I will. I can only go on your last game, and i um, I just, I've been so impressed with the way Melbourne went out there and what they did last week. But they've been doing that consistently. Hmm. To be honest, I, I just love their rugby league and how they play it. They don't have to change too much, um, and I'm sure Craig Bellamy will we'll have that in their heads uh, they won't have to do too much different if they go out and start like they started last week it, it, they get ahead very hard to pull back
0: yeah I agree Steve I see it being close I just see Pappenhausen as maybe being the m- match winner now Cameron Munster has got his eye on the Clivey You said <laughs> yeah, I
1: know he's a <laughs> well, I uh, you said never that. know <laughs> probably, probably not probably worth a bet if he's saying that yeah. he'll, he'll have a crack he but he has a crack every week but, uh, he'd love that I'm sure he wants to have the Clivey around
0: his shoulders <laughs> that's how he says <laughs> <laughs> that's a classic yeah what a great character uh, Munster is to interview he always uh, gives you some gold yeah, yeah. that's for sure like I've really enjoyed uh, the last couple of months interviewing him many times he's always been put himself out there and uh, great credit to himself and and the club but it's great to have the characters of the game yeah it is we we don't have as many maybe as we used to or maybe they don't he's definitely in that
1: mould isn't he he, he, he is, He's yeah. in the mould of, say, the Langers and the Walters, and it, it, it's good to see he, yeah. he's a character.
0: Yeah, I think Tommy Radonicus would like to coach him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's just a lad.
0: <laughs> okay, well, um, this week we've also had the Dally M Awards. Ellie yeah. uh, Ali Bringenshaw winning the female version. Deservedly. And look, she She's the the best player in the women's uh, game. Uh, without a doubt. And she, there's no doubt about it, she's... Um, a Master and commander. Yeah, she,
1: she's great to watch. Uh, watching the game, and she just, she just goes out there and just does it. She, she's similar to clearing, she's just got so much time. Uh, she's another one, you know. She just gets out there and does a thing, and just gets, a, just does
0: it. Yeah, well, she easily. takes the line on too. Yeah. she's got that. Try oh, she's tough. Where she t- she's a tough. tough take, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've seen
1: some. Of, I've, I've talked about her a couple of weeks ago about her tackling. And when you're tackled by her, you know you're tackled.
0: Yeah. No, she's a great player, and and the. The, clearly the best player in the world for for women's game and a uh, deserved winner of that. Mm. Uh, now Jack White and uh, a little bit of controversy there. Came, not not the, the decision came from the clouds uh, there in those last five or six rounds. Didn't he to win? But you, you could
1: oh, oh, nearly that far out. I sort of had a quick peek at it. I thought, well, Whiten's definitely going to be in the mix by the end of this because we saw the way he finished the season.
0: Well, he did. He was winning games for the yeah. Raiders, wasn't he? Yeah, like, he definitely. really was with some of those performances. he just take take the game by the scruff oh, of the yeah. neck. And what a great credit to him and to yeah. Ricky to get him from where he was. And he yeah. had a few issues, obviously, yeah. as we know. Like it, yeah. it wasn't all plain sailing for him. Um, he had a, f- a few issues off the field, which he sorted. He. Um, he had to move positions yeah. and uh, like like lockie did from full yeah. back to five eight, and what a
1: great job he did yeah amazing and he's just he's made that six his own you know and um, just yeah as you said Joel just his dominant performances when when he was asked it's nearly like he timed it well you know with, uh, in a few of those games or you know half a dozen of those games when he stood up he stood up and he made the difference and that's what you want from a leader
0: well, Smith wasn't far behind. I think he, uh, if he had played all the games, I reckon he would have gone close to winning it. To be yeah, honest. Well, I, yeah, that well, no, was my pick. Yeah, no, but he. You, I think because he missed those yeah. three or four games, so I thought Cleary might get it. Um, he was not far behind. Of course, there was a unfortunately that the, um, the someone hit a button and the, and the, the I, I didn't actually see this until um, this morning. Oh yeah. Like I wasn't even aware that it that happened <laughs> until <laughs> until this morning. because I was at dinner. And uh, it all just passed me by until I, I was made aware of it this morning. But the, the actual result came out a bit earlier hmm. uh, on, the, on the Telegraph website. And, look, w- what happens with this, just for our listeners' sake, is um, people saying, how did people know in advance that this was happening? Well, this happens all the time in journalism. Hmm. I'll give you an example. The the, um, the other day, uh, the Broncos had their um, awards. In the morning? In the morning. Um that night, uh, myself and a few other journals that cover the Broncos regularly had the uh, results, and we did up a story embargoed until a certain time. Now the Broncos, um, Broncos uh, breakfast was go- running over, so um, we were yeah. asked to hang on to it until it was over, until the presentation was done. But that that's common that the, the yeah. story is, is prepared in advance. And, and of it course, was just an accident. It was just an accident, really. Look, honestly, the, it's a storm in a teacup. I mean, it's look, it, look. It, I, I know the game. Well We're happy about that it happened, but it is an error. It's, well, the, not, well, the only,
1: it's not a the, deliberate thing. The only re, there's the, the only thing. Nothing <laughs> against obviously Jack White and winner. He deserves it, so nothing to do there. Mm. It's it's probably more so, and probably wouldn't be that bad back in the day, but unfortunately, there's betting. And, and that, I think, is where the problem lies.
0: Well, that's um, right. Because it's a known result. It's yeah, a known result. Yeah, yeah, that's so. right. But I mean, the idea. I mean, so I've seen um, or, or heard some people questioning how does how do people know how do the journalists well, know? You just but I can explained explain it, it to yeah. you. And I, I used to cover politics, um, yeah. and so I'd go into the budget uh, lockdown. So you go into a budget yes. lockdown, you go through all the papers, and and the stories are embargoed till after the, yeah. the budget speech. So this happens all the time. You yeah. just got to be. Um, on the ball so you don't yeah you've got to be, be ethical. yeah well I can tell you a couple of things that happened to me at nrl.com we've got a, a system where uh, when I finish a story I have got to put it in a thing called ready to publish but there's a button that says publish oh. and twice once when I first started and then once just not long ago I actually accidentally hit publish, publish. instead because you just it's just a reflex and you yeah. click the wrong button and it it was up on the site and then removed again because it hadn't been subbed. <laughs> so that that's how easy that is yeah. to happen. Just so people yeah. do know that that's the way that works. Okay, Steve. Well, we're um, we're all in agreement that um, Jack White is a deserved winner. Two. And of course, with these medals, the three, two, and one, it's it's very um, subjective, isn't it? Who should oh. who should get the three, the two, or the one? And sometimes you probably get a three you don't deserve. Sometimes you probably get a one that you. Yeah. Sometimes you. Don't get the three you deserve. So well, it, fun, I think it would even out over time. Well, funny
1: enough, Joel, you talk about that. Um, believe it or not, first time ever, anything to do with it. I uh, we had a dinner here in Brisbane at the Cricketers Club for the uh, Brownlow. So mm. I was I ventured to that on the weekend and uh, watched the end of the Brownlow. <laughs> so I've never been to a uh, Dalian presentation, but I've actually sat in a. Official function for for the Brownlow, so that was something different for me. <laughs> yeah, watching the points and watching Lockie Neal. Congratulations to Lockie Neal uh, for winning it. Yeah, well, um, I'm not really sure who Lockie Neal is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's a Brisbane Lions player. <laughs> uh, well, look, I like the Lions, so just so you know. But I just thought sort I'd of throw that in because I've, I've never, never done a deli m dinner, but it, or a function. So that was the first time I did any function, but happened to be the Brown Brownlow.
0: <laughs> no, look, I do know who. I do know Neil is a great AFL player. Yeah, well, I can't say I can tell you where he plays, <laughs> or. Um, much about him at all except <laughs> that I do know that he's the most famous sports person i read recently in Queensland. Yeah, the most go. identified. So Yeah, but, there you go. but I've been so obsessed with the NRL for the last yeah, 15 yeah. years that I've lost track of AFL. Yeah. I used to actually like watching it. Um, I, I'm a North Melbourne supporter, yeah, yeah. so I remember Wayne Carey and that, and that that great North Melbourne team. And even back, I can remember back to Malcolm Blight. Can you believe? It, that's fu- it? Well, yeah, okay. I can remember that's Malcolm. A, that's a way back, but yeah, yeah. I, my knowledge of the game, it's like rugby union, is yeah. just diminished. Yeah, look, just I, I, get so obsessed with the league. Yeah,
1: I, I look, I, I love my league through and through, but I do, I do like AFL. I'm not, I'm not a massive fan of mm. of rugby union. I'll watch a test match, or, um, mm. but that's about it. It. Um, but the thing is, you know, AFL, I, I, I got a bit of a track. I'd love to play it. I've never played it. Mm. Um, but what to, position would you have been, Steve? I don't know. I like scoring tries so somewhere and kick a goal.
0: <laughs> you couldn't kick a save yourself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I could have learnt. <laughs> I don't know if Charlie Cameron was that great until he went there. And um, uh, Charlie Cameron, coming came out of the blue, wasn't even an AFL player. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he played. He played. Oh, he played baseball and rugby union at Marist Ashgrove. Yeah, He's he? a Marist Ashgrove, but went to school with my kids.
0: No, but, <laughs> I was gonna say.
1: <laughs> no, you know, but uh, it's just one of those things, you know. Um, yeah, so yeah, look, you know, it's good, and you yeah. know, we, we got our. We got both grand finals weekend, but uh, really looking forward to this grand final, um, mm. you know, with the Melbourne Storm and and the Penrith Panthers, and you know, look, his, history to be made here by. I uh, was by both of them, but more so by the Panthers, isn't it?
0: Well, it would be their um, what would it be? It'd be their third grand final win, 91. Mm. Yeah, of course, that great side. Um, well, they had such a great year, uh, their winning Mark streak. Lire and all those guys, and also the 2003 side, which was had um, Luke Preddy, uh, Clive Churchill medalist, yes. and Scott Sattler's amazing tackle. Uh, mm. as I think Sats has spoken about that a few times. <laughs>
1: So Since. what do you what, Since. Who's that?
0: Sats. Sats. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: who, who do you think, Eddie What do you reckon about the the um, who's going to win the win the
0: man of the match? Oh, I think Munster You'd th- you think he'll back it up. Yeah, I reckon Munster Yeah, good. You've gone Smith, haven't you?
1: Yeah, I, I just, I, I just, I, Cam Smith. I just think um, this is his arena, final game. get a win. And he'll he'll lead that win. And I just I hope it works that way. The oh, yeah, fairy tale. Oh, it would
0: be great. Look, I just think the Clivey's heading monsters away. <laughs> yeah, the Clivey.
1: <laughs> that's, that's his new nickname now. The Clivey.
0: Clivey.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How's the cricketers club by the way? Yeah, good mate. I'm an ambassador there, so they're doing a lot of great work there. Um, You're an ambassador. For yeah. So we they have ambassadors, um, you know, media, exports, people, or. Um, that come on board. I think I'm there. Oh no, I think myself and Wally Lewis, are uh, probably the the leagueies that are attached as ambassadors. Mm. I'm pretty sure um, he, he's one of them. So yeah, I mean, great company. There's an ambassador, and they do a really good job. So, mm. so yeah. Well, I, just
0: don't forget, Steve. I got you on that wine tour out there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't get you on it. No, I know. But well, I, I can. <laughs> I might get you in one day. You like your cricket? <laughs>
1: I love my cricket. Oh, I love mate. my cricket. That's yeah. the, that's that's where my uh, my frequently, frequent frequent fire points will be going to the cricket because I love my cricket. So
0: yeah, fair enough. Fair yeah. Was that you out the front of the cricketers' club back <laughs> in the nineties? I think I told you I went to Pakistan uh, Australia game up here, and we went to the City Rowers <laughs> afterwards. And, and I'm nearly. You were definitely there at the yeah. City Rowers. You were definitely there, and I, all you guys were out the front of the cricket of cricketers' club when it was on the. Yeah, there was a um, a hill at the at the game yes. at that time. Yeah, well, that, up, was
1: you, that was you, wasn't it? We're up on the, we're, we're actually on top of the old can bar or whatever it was in the outer. Yeah, we used to have we used to be up there with our sponsors. Uh, one of our sponsors uh, at the time, and so we had, we'd get invited. We'd have all that top, and it was so funny. We used to have you know these big uh, fruit. You know, throwing matches with the yeah, you, know, you can do this back in the day. You know, I know we I cop remember. this next minute, and The cup of cop an apple in the head, so you pelt it back down. I
0: remember, I remember going to the games and seeing
1: you, like See You <laughs> and Alfie and uh, Andrew G. Oh, Kevy, I remember Kevy and Lazo had a had a big one and uh, one year. That was it was so much fun back then. It was.
0: And then an we amazing. go back to the cricketers' club. Uh it's not the cricketers' club. To the uh, city rowers after yeah. after the um the game. Yeah, oh. and they were. These were day games, yes. actually. They weren't day night games, no. they were day games. Day games, yeah. yeah
1: I've, I've seen plenty. West Indies was, I remember watching all my... I love the West Indies, Desmond Haynes and Gordon Green so I got to watch them back in the day oh how good amazing and Lully
0: Gorms (laughs) I didn't didn't say that right (laughs) but Larry (laughs) Gomes Larry Gomes Gomes. he never wore a hat (laughs) one of my favourites Well, he did wear a hat sometimes but he often went out to bat without anything well
1: Viv Richards he he didn't wear a cap wore a cap Uh, Jeffrey Dujon yeah what
0: what a team that was now, Steve, we better get back to yeah rugby league. Rugby league. <laughs> well, we haven't got many games to talk about, so we can digress a bit. You know, yeah, we can well, digress. Well, what about the NRLW? Well, that's what we're coming up to now. We, we've got the Broncos versus the Roosters. Now that these two Ooh. teams played each other uh, in the first itera- first time yes. round, didn't they? Yeah. In that, in that so Broncos team. are two nil already because they played in the weekend, didn't they? They did, and but the Roosters did rest some players yes, and they some did. key some key players they rested as well. Um, f- but the Broncos did rest some too. But um, Samoa Taufa, the, the Roosters prop, uh, she's a gun. She's back, and, and Lock Hannah is all is also back after they were best both rested last week. So that's um, that's a big one for them. And another big one is Batilaveta Walsh, who's a fantastic footballer, one of one of the best in the game, is some chance of returning from a hamstring injury. So she, she's a, a match winner for the Roosters so she, if she can come back that would be a big in for them. Now looking at the Broncos lineup, um, we've got uh, Jamie Fressard's back in the centres, um, you've got Chelsea Duzzi starting at prop uh, and Shannon Mato back to the bench and, and Amber Hall of course is back from suspension in the second row. Um, so that's a pretty good side they've got there of course with Ali Brigenshaw at halfback uh, Taran Aiken at lock uh, named, although they do switch around uh, on the game day. So, no, I, I, I'll, I'll be I'll be straight up with this. I, I've, you
1: know, with ins and outs, and I've, I've already picked them for a three. Pete and this Brisbane team is just so well drilled, and I love the way they're coached and the way they play. Mm. Um, I, I can't see any different to those. The, this team not winning to go. It's you know, three in a row for the you know, for Brisbane Broncos, mm. to be honest.
0: Yeah, well, the Zahara Tamara's uh, obviously the halfback for um, the Roosters. Now, she, she's a really um, creative player and a, 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 a star of her um, side as well. So uh, I think she's uh, will be very keen for a big one in this game. Uh, I do love the offloading ability of Chelsea Lenaduzzi. I think she's... Um, we saw her in a, a try a couple of weeks ago where she got one of those little one-armers away... Yeah, um yeah. when she was in the tackle that second phase play, which is really handy. And and we've seen um, we've seen how well Briggan Shaw and, and Tamika Upton when she yeah. chimes into the back line Tameka, as well. What a player. A very good player, isn't she? Yeah. Uh, and then she gets the ball on to um, Robinson, and yep. that was a nice try. I really love that try, the way that was constructed. And I think we're going to see more of that sort of football. And and, and up front, of course, uh, Taufa uh, is is up against their Millie Boyle. That's going to be a great battle because yeah. they're both real powerhouses, aren't they? Yeah, they are. And yeah, that's what I love. I love
1: about this the the game of the the women's game is just the physicality of it. And, mm. um, you know, the big girls they just don't hold back. It's just a, It's good to watch mm. um, where. It's, it's you know you talk about it being like the old style of the men's game because um, these guys just go out there with no fear and just just belt the Jesus out of each other which you know it's great for the game but Jesus both teams have a good attacking backs and you know it's going to be close but I, I, as I said I, I think with Ellie Briggenshaw there um, you know they're going to be so hard to beat
0: mm, I agree Steve I, I think it's a three-peat for the Broncos yeah. that's what I'm looking at here for sure and uh, that's going to be Good news for the club because yeah. they struggle. struggled. It's a positive. I mean, it's a positive. You know, we
1: they're going to they're break a record, which, you know, I was part of the last, uh, you know, double, um, the two doubles we won uh, in grand finals, back-to-backs, and they're going to break that this weekend and go on the 3 peak, which is great for the club.
0: Mm. Yeah, well, that's right. I know um, often it's spoken about the last time a double was done. They talked about the 92-3 Broncos, but really the 97-8 Broncos in your mind did a double yeah
1: we, yeah we did a double double you know 92 93 then 97 98 and a grand final's a grand final um mm. you know you sort of say well if you take that away from us well Newcastle didn't win either did they no um, <laughs> well, they wouldn't like that one
0: no they wouldn't no oh, exactly so. but I mean that, that's often how how it's re- reported yeah I it? think they change
1: it now and, and it, it does hurt me someone actually wrote something to me the other day and I uh, had my stats I've got to go and do a lunch and he he had three grand finals. I quickly got back to him and <laughs> told him that that was wrong. <laughs> well, no, the,
0: the grand final counts for sure.
1: Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know. The
0: super league, the Super League origins don't count in the stats. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Um,
1: yeah, they they changed it. They did change it because the
0: powers to be early
1: on didn't recognise the Super league grand final but then that changed Um, originally they didn't
0: but they certainly don't recognise the the statistics certainly don't recognise the origin series of 97 because you played against New Zealand
1: yeah exactly it was a tri-series so yeah yeah, I didn't get to play against the the Kiwis actually in that series I just played New South Wales so Mm. Um, but yeah no it was good did you play in the final yeah played in the final Mr Noel Goldthorpe got you didn't he yeah got us um, yeah I was a bit bit emotional that one because I actually I think I gave the penalty for that set of six um, to for that field goal so yeah what'd you do? oh I tr- tried to try to muscle up on someone and drag him over the sideline after his tackle apparently I thought it was touch and go but anyway mm. I got penalised I can't remember who the ref was
0: Were you a d- I don't remember you giving away too many penalties do you? no you? It was just
1: it, someone happened I don't know whether it might have been goal but someone ran down mm. my side and I I tackled him, but then I sort of went on with it to get him in the touch, which I thought was, oh, okay, we get the ball back, but mm. got pinged.
0: Couldn't see what was going on inside your head, Steve, because you had the headgear on and it came right <laughs> down over you, right down oh, over yeah. the front there. It was almost it was like you had a helmet on. Well, you there. wouldn't
1: want to be standing around me on the footy field when I've done a few runs because there's no oxygen. I was sucking it all in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you weren't like Cameron Smith then. No, no. Just does it easy. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? <laughs> it's like he's got uh, like a VO2 max of a Superman.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I miss. I miss. I miss Sorry,
0: VO2 max. That's. Uh uh, something I, I got the AGMA, that. that's a petrol, isn't it? No, Is it's, it? It's, it's to do with your lung capacity. Yeah, yeah. I only oh. know that because I only know that because the coach of Key Park High, uh, Glenn Campbell, told me that v- uh, Payne Haas had amazing VO2 max. And I, oh, had, okay. I had to go and look up what it was. Yeah, that that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> I know Dad. out of this. <laughs> uh, okay, and he has got an amazing lung capacity pain ass. Yeah, we're no. not far off origin, Mine Steve. Um, oh, yeah, that's coming. It's, uh, we'll be talking about that next week. Cause, yeah. Uh, by the time we do, um, presuming we are doing a podcast next week. I think, I think we are. Sure we are. Um, I think we're scheduled to do one yeah. past uh, this week. Uh, we'll be talking about that origin because uh, Wayne goes into camp on Sunday with the boys. They're going to watch the, um, the grand final together. Yeah, okay, the, the yeah. Mar- oh, Sorry, I want to say the, the Marones are yes. going in camp on Sunday. I'm so not, uh, one thing here, Joel, you'll know probably more about this than I do, once they're in, they're in a bubble? Of a kind, I believe, yeah, yeah. I believe so. Yeah, they'll be okay. in a bubble, Sweet. Yeah, okay. yeah, once they go in. Yeah, mm. okay. Yeah, it would be like going back, going back into... Oh, look, I I'm not across all the state-of-origin protocols, but, but it's a... More bu- than likely. It's another bubble. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And hopefully it's the last bloody bubble that we have yeah, in, exactly. in the... <laughs> in the game and wow. we don't have to have one next year I hope that's the case yeah same know, same. but I don't know how that's going to unfold ok Steve uh, so we're, we're once again uh, we've had pretty good records through the finals I think we've only got South wrong mm. so uh, we're tipping uh, Melbourne. Melbourne and we're tipping the Broncos and, yep uh, definitely we'll see how we go yep thanks Joel thank you